The little boy is right. It is time for another episode of English All Over the Place. Uh, as always, I'm your host coming to you live from Tokyo,、um, Sean DeHaven. And in his, his studio, I guess you would call it, in Narita, Japan, is. You guys can just go ahead and call me Barney. And we'll get to the. We have a guest, as you can see. If you're watching on the screen, we have a guest. We'll get to that soon. But.、Uh, Uh, let me just say、uh, welcome back to、uh, English All Over the Place, a podcast for English learners or people that just like to laugh at us or with us, I hope.、Um, well, you know, if we get the laughs, whatever, you know.、Um, <laughs> it's all good in the end.、Uh, so, Barney, how was your week? Yeah, good.、Um, last night, I woke up during the middle of the night with a scratchy throat, and I thought,、mm-hmm. uh oh. Am I due? Is it my turn? Has the, has the, the Grim Reaper called、It's、my like name? Like that kind of scratchy? No. Yeah. <laughs> so the Grim Reaper? The Grim Reaper? You really jumped、yeah. to the end there. <laughs> <laughs> It's the bell, the bell tolling. It's the bell tolling for me. But、wow. I woke up and I was fine. Yeah. So. This isn't like the Oregon Trail where, like, a, a common cold <laughs> can just wipe you out or something. Come on. You know, man. No, no. I think you'll be okay with a scratchy throat, even if it is Omicron. You know, if, I, I don't、mm-hmm, think it's sad,、uh, mm-hmm. but anyway. Yeah,、uh, no, yeah I, I woke up perfectly、uh-huh. fine, happy. And、uh, yeah, that was it. I think it's probably, if anything, it's, it's、uh, the hay fever that is rolling in. Hey, hey, hey. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, luckily, I don't know that yet. Hopefully,、oh, never. But, that's amazing.、Uh, yeah. <laughs> What can I, mean, I say? That, that's, <laughs> that's another thing that seems to just, if you live in Japan long enough, it seems that you just, everyone eventually gets it. But yeah. That's what they say.、Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Barney, but you're never going to get me. Uh. Um, <laughs> uh, Uh, wait till next year.、Uh, for myself, <laughs>、um, uh, I do have a, a rather persip- persistent cough that is getting a little bit better. So I did get tested for the Rona earlier this week、mm. and negative,、yeah. just like my outlook. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, negative. <laughs> and uh,、um, and I, was, I was also happy that the, the test happened to turn out to be free. Yeah, that's not that's always、good. the case in Japan. And、mm-hmm. it was not the、um, stick it up your nose till it touches your brain kind of test. <laughs> They, it was,、um, you know, until、the、you're like mummification er- test. erasing, you know, <laughs>、yeah. memories or something. <laughs>、um, yes. It was like a straw and you put this spit out in a、oh, cup or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so、uh, I'm negative.、Um, and if I can stay, and the big news,、um, if I can stay negative for the next couple of weeks, And the kids don't get it, and the wife doesn't get it. I'm going back to the United States.、Mm, so, nice. fingers crossed.、Mm. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah.、Um, let's, let's bring Jacob in here. He, you know,、uh, he, it's kind of weird because he, he wants to say something, but I, you o k n we w can't. It's like the, the elephant in the room. And, you know, we can't talk about Jacob. Nobody talks we about Jacob. We don't talk、Not、about Jacob. No, no. <laughs> I knew you were going to do an Encanto thing there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Or you could do like the,、uh, 
we've got to talk about Cosby. You know, the uh, documentary that's on right now. That's a lot darker than Encanto. Uh, Barney, why don't you introduce Jacob? Yeah. Um, Sean and I always try to come up with good themes and kind of general uh, topics for our show. And and it's kind of right in front of us. Why don't we do video games? How many times do we see the students in class playing games instead of paying attention? And Not um, in my class. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually have to have students in your class in the first place. <laughs> and um, I'm a big video game fan. And uh, talking with Jacob, who um, he's actually the pastor at my church in Ohio. He's a big video game fan, too. And so I thought, why not bring him on the show? And uh, the three of us can talk about video games past, mostly. And very present. past, probably. Yeah. <laughs> In my case. <laughs> um, and maybe future. Yeah. Pong. Oh, I love Pong. Um, no. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You know. You got to twist the, the knob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. But... Um, yeah, so so today's uh, theme is about uh, 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 is video games as as, as mm-hmm. uh, Barney. Uh, so Jacob, why don't you say hi to our, our listeners? By the way, hello everyone. It's a joy to be here on English all over the place, and I'm really excited about today's <laughs> quiz, which I was able to prepare. Oh yeah, so I'm ready to really <gasps> test Sean and Barney. Oh no! Yeah, this is a first. You should. Donkey Kong. I love it. <laughs> good. You got it. Good. I thought that was a good one. It was foreboding. We yeah, could use that, nice. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's keep that for the future, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's very current. Um, <laughs> as I'm throwing barrels down the ladder at, at Barney. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I actually, you know, about the, the, there's a few sounds we will be using today that are video game sounds. And I thought I would look up more, but it's just, there's just this massive mm. database of sounds. It's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. and there's so many different eras too, you know? Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, just, we'll talk about it today. There's so many different games that I've never been into. And I wasn't sure mm. how much our listeners would recognize, you know? Mm. Um it's our uh, video games are really um they're really tied with into our generation when we play them the most mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, um uh but and it was like these video clips are like top 100 sound like jeez can't you just like make it top 10 so i don't have to edit 99 sounds out of the video clip you know and, and uh, this week, I didn't say it earlier, but this week, um, uh, my one of my son's uh, daycare facilities is closed because of cases oh, yeah. of corona, mm-hmm. which is a little scary. I don't want him to get it. Uh, I mean, for one thing, it would, it would, I would Can't be out of plane ticket. I would be out of <laughs> yeah. plane ticket because no refunds apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's nine hundred dollars down the drain, but um, mm. and and a trip home, of course. Uh, but I. And I'm sure the kid would be suffering, but I'm no, he'd probably be okay, um, <laughs> for the most part. It's like number three on the. Um, there, know, but don't, but the, don't the forget good that thing, you guys would be suffering too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to t- trying um, to take care of him. Yeah. Yeah, the good thing about ha- having uh, it closed was um, he got to stay home, and um, 
he got like a month's worth of TV, by the way. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, and I was able to stay home and work from home, quote unquote, work from home, or try to work from home. Yeah, right. Yeah. Instead of going into my university, um, and I, you know, it really reduced my stress, not having to commute, not having to see people, mm. uh, not having to be at my desk from nine to five thirty. Um, and I was thinking, couldn't they? Because during this the break, the uh, spring break, or the before the spring starts and before in summer, there's no reason for me to come in every day and go in from nine to five thirty. But it's my contract. I'm thinking, yeah. couldn't you just give us a week to work at home, you know? And it just re- reduced so much stress. I mean, and uh, because, of yeah. course, I was able to pick up my kids and drop off my kids, and it helped my wife, mm. too, as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, I always yeah. tell people that um, Japan is the land of, because that's the way we've always done it. Mm. You know, things take yeah. a long time to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, but it, it was strange because, like, the quarantine situation in Japan, for a long time it was two weeks, and then ten days, and then seven days, and then suddenly it went, suddenly it went to three days, and then zero quickly. I know. And you're like, I know. what? And you know why it did that? Not because people were saying it's not scientific or something like that. But because mm-hmm. the, it was a Kaden Don or something like that, the the, the business association mm-hmm. basically said, "Hey, we need you know it to be loosened up because we can't mm-hmm. get business done." And yeah. money talks. Yeah. They, cer- they certainly weren't mm-hmm. listening to the crying foreign exchange students that couldn't get into Japan, or or you know because yeah. mm-hmm. was a hundred thousand or something like that just over the past couple of years. Yeah. Just horrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's get to the fun here. Video games yeah. here. Barney, why don't you bring us along here? What, what are we going to talk about today? You see, because I, I am yeah. the least, probably the least video game savvy of the three of you. Okay. Of the three of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think, um, you know, again, thinking about during class, I, I see students these days, and I think that most of them tend to play games on their phone. And mm-hmm. um, to I don't know what you think. It to me it looks like it's just a lot of clicking, you know, just pushing button over and over. Uh, and over. Well, there is something about the interface. And Jacob, please, you know, uh-huh. anytime you want to come in, uh-huh. you know, and 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 speak up here. The interface mm-hmm. does dictate that too. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but not not a lot of thought, not a lot of you know, really participation more than just clicking around. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have from... to. I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. Okay, because there are a couple. I I I have like three or four uh, yeah, app yeah, yeah, yeah. related games that are just beautiful and interesting. Like they mm-hmm. take the puzzle, uh, uh, the puzzle solving technique, and just put it on mm-hmm. its head, and and it's just art. Some of them. That's the only ones I've really bothered yeah. to download and pay money for. And I, um, I agree with you there mm-hmm. um, that some of the indie games that are, are mm-hmm. really nice. But I'm, I'm thinking about the games that I've seen other people play. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they're, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. they're not like us. What, what, but yeah. I do want to <laughs> no, play that. I do want to play that. Yeah. I want that duck or goose game. What was that? 
that evil duck or goose game. I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah, the go- it's called the goose game. I think is what it's the title yeah. of it is. Yeah, oh, you on, can be naughty and steal people's switch. picnic basket. Oh, and, it looks yeah. so fun. Yeah, Xbox. Oh, it really and does. I, it looks yeah, so really does. weirdly. Um, oh yeah. Um, just that's the kind of thing I think. Ooh, I'd like to oh, do that, yeah. but I don't think it was available on an app. It's like a game system, you know. So. And a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and a good I thing. have purposely not bought Nintendo mm. Switch or anything like that because I have addictive personality. And I can't hide it from my kids, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that that's a good point. That's the the downside of gaming when it becomes mm-hmm. too um, prominent and sucks so much of our energy and focus that it detracts mm-hmm. from other things mm-hmm. for sure. But I want to go back to what you were saying, Sean, about um, beauty and art in games and yeah. um, mm-hmm. even story. I I think maybe some of the ones that Barney's talking about don't are kind of light on story, but yeah, you know, there, there are types of games that present narrative in really interesting, immersive ways that, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, yeah, are a unique form of media, um, that, that are interactive. I think, I think, yeah. I think the kind of games that Barney are talking about, Barney is talking about are the mm-hmm. games that you can play on the train. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter yeah. if you have to, if you only have one minute or five minutes. So mm-hmm. you're not. It's not a deep game. It's like the uh, you know, bloop, 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 you know, like mm-hmm. all the puzzle mm-hmm. games and stuff sure. like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you're not gonna, you're not gonna be taking like um, there's a few games I just loved and I don't have my on my app anymore because I basically on my computer because I basically finished them. But just beautiful. But they take time and you know you need to sit For down sure. and think about it. it. What, what were some of those games? Oh jeez. Um, if I had known we were talking about video games today, I would have looked yeah. them up. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, it, I knew. I, yeah. I think Go ahead. you said that like you, you played that one like where um I think like like you're um a, a princess or something. And <laughs> um it's yes. an it's an indie game and I, I think it was, that, what, it was like Hidden Valley or something like Stardew that. Valley? Oh, Hidden oh, Valley. Stardew Valley. Mon- monument Monument Valley? No, no. Um, monument, uh, monument I gotta look Valley? and see yeah, I gotta look it up here. Um, just keep going, guys, well, for a okay, second. Okay, while you're doing that, maybe and, I can piggyback on what you're saying and um, just make a connector mm-hmm. here. That um, a lot of the games in the early 1980s in the arcades were uh, meant to give brief, quick bursts of gameplay, um, and then you pop mm-hmm. in another quarter because they want to make as much money on you as they can. And um, and yeah, I feel yeah. like well, you yeah, know, so. a lot of way, a, a lot of ways in modern cell phones. Um, because people have short play sessions, it's the same model. A quick delivery of dopamine because mm-hmm. you do something simple that's satisfying and exciting mm-hmm. and then you move on to the next variation <laughs> yeah. or level that's like that. And um, I did want to ask you... Give me one more you, hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, asked, I did want to ask you... Oh, by the way, it was... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, please. Oh, by the way, it, it was called Monument, Monument Valley. Monument Valley. Mm-hmm. And there's, there was two versions, two, one and two, and they're just... Beautiful, beautiful puzzle yeah. games. But anyway, go, please go ahead. Oh, yeah. Jacob. Mm-hmm. No, I, I was just thinking about this concept of um, of an arcade-style, like, quick game um, and how mm-hmm. in the U.S. arcades really died out. Um, they were not really yeah, commercially yeah. viable. Although there are there is a resurgence of what they call, like, barcades now <laughs> or places where it's, oh, it's yeah. a retro niche yeah. thing where people will play, you know, mm-hmm. on a weekend. But, um, mm-hmm. but anyway, in Japan, they are... I know COVID has impacted it, but by and large, the arcade industry is much more resilient and um, ha- has mm-hmm. lasted through different economic times. And so what is that, do you think, culturally that was able to preserve that arcade culture in Japan that 
wasn't able to sustain it here in the U.S. Yeah. Gambling, that, maybe. <laughs> What's that? that yeah, that's Gambling? part of it. Yeah. Gambling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they do mm-hmm. they do have kind of the the adult area and um, um, like sometimes you go and they even have like digital horse races that people mm. are wagering on. Wow. And but yeah, I think, it's I think it's quite sophisticated stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think a big one is um, uh, junior high and high school kids. Mm. They often don't go home. Um, immediately no done. yeah they yeah <laughs> don't go home um they they hang out with their friends and yeah i mean they go shop they walk around the the shopping mall or they go to the arcades and mm-hmm. um yeah i think i think that's really a big one and, of course this um, is mainly i think this is mainly in tokyo and big cities and places like that but yeah um, and i don't and see it's it. hard yeah in japan it's hard to invite friends over um, to your no, house. they don't. It's, you don't really do it. Yeah, yeah. So you can't you can't uh, have your friend over okay. to to play okay. on a system together. So if you want to play together, you would go to the to the arcade. I think I think I think if you live alone as a college student, sure they'll do that. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe they'll mm-hmm. meet at the clubhouse of the uh, bukatsu, oh, the, the school club the, they're part of. You know, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and have a video mm-hmm. game system there. But generally, mm-hmm. uh, uh, right. I don't think it's very common. To have friends over when you have a family, when you're living with family. Yeah. You know. So this is a really interesting point. And I want to hear, I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. But are you saying that uh, for these junior high students, um, this gaming together creates a sense of community and space for developing their friendships, would you say? It can at its best. (laughs) Maybe. maybe. Because I think that's a kind of counterpoint to gaming as an isolating activity that takes us away from human interaction. Mm. Um, because like the mm. type of gaming you're well, talking, mm-hmm. right. But, the, but um, because mm. when it started, you know, at least at its greatest, I would say arcade gaming was about a group of people gathering around a cabinet um, or mm-hmm. in home consoles, you know, sitting on the couch and playing cow- couch co-op games, which mm. you kind of get that magic mm-hmm. in modern times with like something like Mario Kart mm. or some group game. But uh, like yeah, yeah, at yeah, its yeah, best, yeah. Uh-huh. it's this game party model, I think, of creating community. But at its worst, it's like two people sitting at a table and they're not talking. They're just staring at their phones mm-hmm. and there isn't much of a sense of community. So it's like the double-edged sword. The technology can you know, come alongside and be a great mm-hmm. enhancement to the human interaction, but it can also you know, distract and um, obscure it. Mm-hmm. So... Well, of course, there's there's many kinds of games now, and and there's these games that are interactive, online, you know, like World of Warcraft kind of things, where you have these communities of people that log in from right. many different That's locations, true. right? And they're hearing each other's voices and things like that. So sure. there's those kind of games, where you know team play is really important, Call of Duty mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then you'll have like the arcade game where it's just like a, a FIFA soccer, you know, you're just playing, you know, Brazil versus Japan, and the other guy is the other team. You know, uh-huh. but uh, by the way, I had a really fun. I used to when I was a school student here. Uh, um, I would always walk by this one game center on the way home, and um, there was a like a FIFA soccer game that I always play. And on the other side of the terminal, you know, there's there's another screen where another person can challenge you. You know, it's mm-hmm. like two sides. And um, one time somebody put in. I, w- I always played as Japan because I like the underdog. And uh, mm. um, and one time some guy picked brazil to challenge me oh and i'm like oh okay well i guess this oh, is going to be over quickly okay <laughs> and um he got like 10 shots on goal uh, like in a really short game he's like oh bing 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 
And then the one shot, I, like he, he, it was a shot so hard it hit my goalie and you know bounced back. And then mm-hmm. it was the, it mm-hmm. was a breakaway chance for my guy. The one shot <laughs> I had in the whole game, and I scored on it. Oh. And he lost, and he lost the game. Oh, no. oh man! So his experience well, that day he was did. not a building community. His <laughs> he was no, 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 no. It was Tearing hilarious, it and yeah. um, and of course he put in a, a, another hundred yen and then beat me. Mm-hmm. soundly the next game but it was just so funny it's like whoops yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you know but uh those those funny experiences you know and uh i mean we can have a deep discussion about about community and things like that or just the funny glitches that we would run into in some <laughs> oh, of the games yeah. that we played you know like i had this baseball game and like japanese baseball game with japanese baseball teams a lot of fun <laughs> but like occasionally you'd hit a ball to a certain part of the park and the outfielder would run, and then he'd start running into the wall and just keep running and running and running. Like, and like, oh, I, I hit that spot. I hit that spot. It's a running home run. Running home he run. Can't, he can't you know, find it. He's just running against the wall over and over. And like, ah, the bug. Yeah. I found the bug. You know. Speaking of but, funny moments um, in gaming, mm-hmm. sometimes um, translations don't come over very well in video games. Like um, I remember in the X-Men arcade game, some of the, the English dubbed voices for the characters were really wonky. Like Magneto, the final character, comes out and says, uh-huh. oh, no, I no. am Magnet. <laughs> Feel my power. I am Magnet. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why would they make this... It's an English language creation in the first place. I know, but the somehow they the just, dialogue they, that was approved to be read thought, yeah. is um, very <laughs> um, grammatically. This must have been a long flawed. time ago. <laughs> yeah, ninety-two, mm-hmm. I think, is when that Konami X Men. Because, came. like, uh, I mean, I can understand that because um, one of my favorite games when I was a, a college student, a junior college student, was uh, Samurai Showdown. Ah, yes. Which was one of those, you know, versus games, and they just had these cool character designs, and it was mm-hmm. in my city college and and i got so good that i would get through at least four or five characters you know before a challenge and then like occasionally i would like be continuing like oh shoot my class is coming up okay hey oh, you no. here, you want to play here go ahead yeah, oh, i gotta no. go you know oh, no. <laughs> but uh yeah i just you know I, I gotta go but i actually downloaded um the uh uh the app version of it today nice. on my whoa and it looks cool but like back to going to going back to game controls, it is so hard to play uh-huh. on an iPad because you have the four uh-huh. buttons and the joystick, and you can't really get the fluidity yeah. of uh-huh. what you had in the arcade. And I could I could barely clear one character, you know, oh, no. and because it was just but it was really cool to see, and it was interesting because all of the voiceovers in the game. We're in Japanese, because you know, it's Samurai mm-hmm. Showdown, you know, and he boom, he boom, you know, uh, and and it was really cool because at the time I was playing it a long time ago, I didn't understand Japanese, uh-huh. and now I understand everything that they're saying, you know. It's huh. like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. Wow, you know, things have evolved, but it, it was fun because you see these screens at the end with the you're talking about mistranslation, you know, and it was just funny, you know, like you know, you have spit in my mother's eye and you will die forever, or something, you know, you know. <laughs> You know, something like that, you know, and it was fun, but it's really just cool to see that video game one more time 
on the screen because it had such cool character designs in the backgrounds, you know, and oh, stuff like wow. that. You know, similar to the Street Fighter, that kind of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. style. Yeah. But, but the reason I play short games usually is mm-hmm. I don't have time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I did play video games at home, and and I did have a game system. But the last game system I had was PlayStation Two. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I bought it because they had an NHL game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this really. was in Japan. I was living in Japan. I'm like, oh, an NHL game where I can create my own players and put myself on my yeah. own team. Yeah, and they yeah, had the Olympics, yeah. the Olympic oh, teams, wow. they had Team Japan and stuff like that. But the Team Japan was like such generic names. Like, like that name's not even possible in Japanese. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Obviously, they didn't get the rights to any players, you know. Uh, but it was really cool to play because you could save and you could play a season and you could mm. save it. And I was the Kings and I won the Stanley Cup 10 years in a row. And the, well, the only time I didn't win the Stanley Cup as the Kings is when I traded myself to the Ducks for one season just for a change. And I won the Stanley Cup with them. So I went down as probably the most decorated NHL player in the history. Oh, wow. Um, but oh, wow. after in, a certain point, though, it was kind of funny. It was so funny. You went so far ahead, though. I think the computer started reading, the game started reaching its limits because there'd be drafts mm. and new players coming in and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's just like, mm-hmm. like they're like, okay, okay, stop. We didn't expect <laughs> we- you to play it this long. <laughs> we cannot make any more names up of players, you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> but it was really fun. Um, and uh, uh, what I did was those games, the games that I like to play in uh, on PlayStation, things like that were. And there was another one, um, Japanese baseball uh, game that also put in manga characters from a famous oh. baseball comic, mixed them up with the real players, too. So um, I like to play games like sports games, like with my favorite sports mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I am horrible at sports. And will never be even close to professional. So, if I can hit a home run in a game and never mm-hmm. in real life, that, that's what I like. So, those are the games that I was attracted to. It's interesting as you were talking there about how the game had a lot of detail, but then there were certain like glaring omissions, like with the names of the Japanese team yes, members. Yes. Um, there's a because uh, nobody cares about the Japanese team. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a, a Pakistani American actor and comedian named. Kamel Nanjaji. I don't know if you've ever heard of Kamel before. He was in the, um, I'm the Kamel, Eternals no. movie that just came out. Anyway, um, yeah. he has this Nan- bit. Nanjiani. This, bet, yeah, yeah Nanjiani, right. He has this bit um, that he does about video gaming and Call of Duty. And he said the detail in this one oh, Call no. of Duty game took place in his hometown. He's like, oh, I used to rent videos there. And oh, no. I used to go there for my tutor, oh, no. tutoring. And like every little nook and cranny he said he could recognize. But then like the signs are in Arabic. Oh, wow. He's like, we don't speak Arabic there. We speak Urdu. <laughs> like, how could you get the details of like the buildings oh, down to the science, but like the, yeah. the actual language um, is you totally bought in? It's there like, is there is uh, a very <laughs> there is a very interesting Twitter thread this week about a uh, Japanese actor working in Hollywood, and all the mm-hmm. slights and stereotypes and and mm-hmm. racism that he's had to encounter in his job, and like like script writers writing Japanese and you're like, this is not Japanese. I can't say this line, but you said you knew Japanese. Like, yeah, it's not Japanese, you know? So similar, (laughs) you you know, like katakana gibberish, you know, and stuff like that. Mm. But they're like, oh, nobody cares, you know? 
Um, but uh, yeah, similar to that kind of attitude too. But it is funny how they would go to so much trouble with the architecture, and then That's like, amazing. oh, forget the language, you know. <laughs> yeah, we we, it, we we don't know what this is. Let's just write Arabic on there, you know. And sometimes it's just like it. Would it cost so much to pay an intern to write that stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, that speaks the language. Come mm-hmm. on, guys. It doesn't take a lot of work. With the Japanese hockey team, they didn't care because it's such a minor um, sport, you know, and a minor team. Yeah. It wasn't Canada or USA or in, in the Olympic yeah. game, you know, and and 99% of the people playing that game would know no difference, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I also really enjoyed um, uh, sports games. Uh, I think mm-hmm. even from... And yes, my brother, my oldest brother and I would play, um, you know, we'd play bases loaded, we'd play baseball and, um, Mm -hmm. on Sega Genesis, we'd play Bill Walsh college football, um, Mm. where, um, you can, you can guess who everyone is, but, um, they only have Jersey numbers. Uh, yeah. um, Back when they couldn't get the names and things uh like that. uh uh Yeah. So Steve Young is in the game, but, but, you know, it's not, we don't know that it's Steve Young, right? But it's obviously <laughs> Steve Young, right? It's um, just a it's just a very talented Mormon uh playing know, uh, yeah, yeah, quarterback. Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you Jacob, did you ever play sports games? Yes, yes. Uh one of the first games that my dad would play with me actually when we had our Atari twenty six hundred was a football game. Just a very generic football oh, game. Yeah, but Atari he too. would do that with oh, me. Wow. That was one of the ones he would That's sit down awesome. and play with me. So enjoyed that yeah. i had the atari maybe the 2600 or maybe the system before uh-huh. it mm-hmm. and boy those joysticks were basic weren't they just one button a square and the yeah. stick uh-huh. and um we had like maybe we had like frogger or defender oh, yeah. stuff like games like mm-hmm. that sure. mm-hmm. and then like it's mm-hmm. one of one time they bought us a, like a math game oh. which it was like a racetrack <laughs> Oh, from overhead, you see a racetrack with like a maze kind of racetrack. And like you'd have to answer a question right to move forward in the game. You know, two plus two is four. Three plus three is eight. You know, you know, you know. So slow, so slow. We didn't, I don't think we went to that, back to that game very often. There were some. It reminds me of the, mm -hmm. sorry, it reminds me of the scene in Modern Family when, um, Cam and Mitchell bought like a present oh, yeah. for their uh, nephew, maybe Luke. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah Luke. You know, it's like, uh-huh. yeah, I got him a game, but it's a math game, so I guess we're those kind of uncles. You know, I'm like, oh, Go ahead, Jake. Uh, no, I was just gonna say there were some uh, ridiculously boring games that came out for the Atari 2600. One of them was called Venetian Shades, and you would just rotate your um, trackball or your um, on your controller and the shades would mm-hmm. go up and down and and then as they went up and down the screen eventually would get a little darker like going from day to night and it would stay a little darker and then it would get a little lighter again like daytime and that was the entirety of the game oh. venetian shades you should look it up it's it's terribly boring so if you give that kind of gift to a child i mean <laughs> oh boy. what are you really doing yeah i'm sure the well, person buying it know, would know but no the box uh, art you know, probably looked it was neat. funny though because like Oh, yeah, something the box art was just fantastic, you know? And then you play the game, and it's like square, 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 square. Oh, it's such a letdown. Oh, yeah. This looks awesome. Space invaders, look at these guys. (laughs) And like, you know, you know, know, and then it's, you know, just all those space invaders was very iconic in its design. 
But, you know, mm. the covers were just awesome. They were worlds in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, speaking of, like, bad games at that time, you know, Atari and other companies, they could just put out anything and it could be a hit. So, like I said, you know, like you were pointing out, quality control was not too great. Mm. And that, that led to E.T., the video game. Oh, no, you just spoiled <laughs> one was... of our quiz questions. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Uh, uh, can we put a, can we put a, cut a bracket in, I'll cut on this it? in post. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yes, you don't have to yes, cut it. Yes. But just, uh, is it okay if we bracket it for now? Come back to it later. Sure, sure. We'll come back to that. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but you were talking yeah. about Space so Invaders, the, Sean. We go to the quiz? <laughs> and, and I had heard sure. um, that um, there was a 100 yen uh, coin shortage when Space Invaders first came out in the country because there was such a large <laughs> demand for the much? arcade cabinets. That's that's supposedly this um, mm-hmm. this lore, this legend surrounding Space Invaders when it came out uh-huh. that there was, had been a Whoa. coin shortage at the time. So, yeah. I, don't know I hope it wasn't 100 yen because that was a lot of time. But, but I probably 10 yen at the time or something like that. But Is uh, that a dollar? You know. Is that a dollar? Yeah. Uh, 100 yen is a dollar, yeah. Yeah, but back in those days it would have mm-hmm. been. Yeah, that would be like, that'd be like, a, like $5 of value. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was some type you know, of poor Back short- when the yen wasn't so strong. Oh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, at the pen, at the penny farthing, you know the penny arcade. Oh no, no. <laughs> right, right. I want to see her. I want to see her knickers again. Oh. No. Well, um, I did. They, wanna... did, they did have that thing at. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, they did have that thing at Disneyland though. You ever see that? They had the penny arcade. Mm-mm. Ever been there? Not to the penny arcade. We no. ever went to Disneyland, and when you're when you're done looking at all the fun stuff, you're like you're waiting on Main Street for somebody to show up and meet you there, and you know, like and so you can go home. Like, hey, there's the penny arcade. Okay, let's put a penny in. And there's like little games or like movies you could like put in like really old timey things. You know, like oh uh-huh, look, the horse uh-huh. is running! Wow, <laughs> it looks like the horse is running. You know, but uh, you know, uh, you don't expect much because it's a penny. Yeah, you get what you pay for. So go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to ask you and Barney about um, a follow up to your one of your previous episodes where you talked about. Um, raising your children and how you were trying to keep mm-hmm. video game systems out of their lives because you didn't want mm-hmm. it to be mm-hmm. an extra unhealthy distraction right mm-hmm. now. And so I guess I wanted to ask, in your view, like, is there a healthy place for some amount of, of gaming with your kids as they get older? Um, in our house, I enjoy gaming with my kids, but it's not something we do all the time. But um, like, for example, our youngest likes Pokemon cards and the cartoons. And so I'll play, we got mm-hmm. a Pokemon game recently and we'll play it together and she enjoys that. Or um, our middle child, mm-hmm. um, when she was younger and Pokemon Go came out, loved going out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, catching oh, Pokemon yeah. with, mm-hmm. with the phone. And I would go with her sometimes. It was something we could do together. And I have some I've real had a positive, dead body one time, yeah. positive <laughs> memories. So, so yeah, I'm <laughs> kind of wondering what your take is. It for you something to be avoided completely, or what is the what is is there a balance to be achieved where it can have a place? Or I'm avoiding it as long as possible because mm-hmm. I know that achieving a balance will be difficult. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, he does have it like an iPad kind of. My son, my older son, has an iPad kind of system that's like a study thing. There are games in there uh, and yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. From Benesse, it's a company, and they bug you all forever with flyers and in the mail. And once they know that your child's born, and um, and uh, hey, I got a letter. He got a letter. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, but um, <laughs> and it's a, it's you know, it's basically like an iPad for kids, and uh, it does have some games in it. But there are quote unquote educational, and 
there is some sort of access to videos and things like that. I hope there's some controls on that, but I haven't seen them access anything weird. So, but um, and they're all <laughs> they always are bugging me to uh, um, for me to teach them their my iPad password. I'm like, no, no, you're not going to get no, you know, because it's mine, you know, and I'm not going to let you just watch Netflix all day on it. You know, they are tech savvy, whether you want them to be tech mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you just go completely Amish, churning butter, putting up farm barns and stuff like that, you know, that extreme, you can't escape this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. parents have it on their phones, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just trying to avoid it as long as possible because I know that they're going to spend a lot of time in front of screens for the rest of their life. So. You know, mm. a couple of years delay won't hurt them, yeah. you know. Yeah. Barney, what about think, you? Yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of similar. Um, uh, yeah, I, on maybe the main reason for me is I really want them to be able to, like, really enjoy what they're doing. Um, like, along the lines with, I, I haven't shown... Um, I haven't shown any of my kids Star Wars or anything about Star Wars yet because when they they first see it the first time, I want them to, because I love the movie so much, I want them to Mm -hmm. really enjoy it and be able to understand everything about it. My kids were weaned on it, by the way. (laughs) The minute they could stand up. Look, (laughs) ad-hats. So, yeah, same with games. I'm really looking forward to the chance to play games with Yuma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got, I, I still have PlayStation 2 here. I'm ready for loading up NHL, you know, with like 08 or 07 or whatever I have, you know. Dust that and, off. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm excited for it. But I, I know that in my case, Yuma gets frustrated easily sometimes too. And, and when you're a kid and you're playing mm. kind of a complicated game, it's easy to get frustrated and to yeah. get upset over it. And so I went, I can't get to, through. I can't get through one game of Uno without my older son crying, okay? Because he doesn't take losing well mm-hmm. at all. And that's a problem. I, I don't know how to deal with it, how to make him just enjoy the game, mm-hmm. you know? Because I'm sorry, I'm going to stick you with the draw four, you know, when you only have two cards left, because that's life, man, you know? You're not the only one who wants to win. <laughs> I'm not going to pull my punches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well, hearing and it's th- funny because sometimes I have I have pulled punches and then like then he'll put down a card and like my only choice is to put down my last card because it's like <laughs> he'll like just put down a green uh, six oh, and like yeah. thinking yeah, I've only got, got a green card. Yeah. I'm sorry, you Zudu. you know, I you lost again. <laughs> But uh, uh, Barton, so sorry, Jacob, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, hearing you both share, it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. And uh, it made me realize in our context here that I'm able to enjoy some gaming with my kids because my spouse, my wife, has put a lot of media limits in place. And so the, mm-hmm. the concern of um, things going out of whack and them spending a lot of extra time is, is less because she's kind of established this pattern, like no media during school mm-hmm. days. On the weekends, you can have mm-hmm. so many hours of media. So oh. if I mm-hmm. game with them, it's part of their normal media time. And so it feels like less costly. But in your context, it's just slightly different. And I totally get what you're saying. Um, so so, uh, so the no media means no TV too? Right. On weekdays? Or? Right, right. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the it's just house. something that she is. I, I mean, she established and it's like, um, at the time it, I couldn't relate to it. We talked about it. You know, you want to be on the same page when you're parenting and that was not mm-hmm. my home mm-hmm. culture growing up. But then, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of saw the wisdom in what she was saying. And so I said, okay, yeah, like, like I, I can get behind it, um, but then but there now, are some great TV shows underneath <laughs> too. <laughs> right. Well, but now you, I can see you know some positives because on the weekend it's extra special, mm-hmm. or you know there are exceptions. Oh, there are yeah. sometimes you know where there. Sure. But um, but that framework gives me more flexibility to not worry. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can I play this game or not? Yeah, um, really. And I and mm-hmm. I talked with. Barney. We have to sneak around, but yeah. <laughs> Come here, kids. Behind your wife, Don't so. tell your mom. <laughs> but, oh, I know. But, um, it's terrible. Um, Barney and I did talk um, in, a re- in a recent podcast that we did for the Two World podcast about the importance of playing with your children, the importance of play in general mm-hmm. for a healthy life rhythm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you both do that in other ways with um, cards or board games and play. Barney try, actually playing. Yeah. So that's. Mm-hmm. Recently, my younger son has gotten into Lego a little bit more. I mean, mm-hmm. I just bought them uh, today. I bought both of them one set, like two Lego sets, like the uh, just like one vehicle. You know those Lego City things mm-hmm. that are just not—they mm-hmm. won't break your bank. You know, mm-hmm. like other Legos. But um, mm-hmm. so, but they don't. I I would like to do that more. You know, but um, and I lately I've been like the only one interested in Uno. I'm like, hey guys, anybody want to play Uno? No? <laughs> yeah. How about uh, um um. Was it Bob, what is Baba Nuki in English? What is that called? Oh, where, where um, you to pick the Joker at the end? Like, the person who gets stuck with the Joker. Do we even have that game? I don't even think we have that game. It's a America. simple game for kids, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, but um, you're supposed to one. pick one of the other person's cards, and you know, yeah, you, the next you, person. You deal out the yeah, you deal out the cards, and um, the anyone who gets left with the Joker loses, and mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. to make um, pairs. So every time you have a pair, you can try, lay one down, and then you can throw you the can't pair see, away. Uh, obviously, yeah, you can't see the other person's card, and you just kind of have to guess. Oh, do they have it? And then um, the person who has the Joker is just trying to keep a straight face, you know, or someone pretending that they have the Joker when they don't. And, yeah, that's a really good game. And I, I like I like board games, but I mean, I don't want to buy the Japanese version. And because there's they have enough Japanese around, mm-hmm. and then the English version is just too difficult for them, you know, because their language skills aren't you know Monopoly. So I don't want to play Monopoly anyway, but that's an example, you know, because <laughs> it's just never ending Monopoly. <laughs> but um, there's just no point. But um, can I donate my money to you? <laughs> I you want to just, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was funny the game of life. The game of life I used to love mm-hmm. as a kid, you know, like because you get this Me little too. car and yeah. little people, yeah. and like, oh, I got a wife yeah. and kids. Yeah. But it was funny after I got married and had a kid, and I played it. I'm like, wow, this is really boring because uh, <laughs> uh, this is my life right now. You know, like you know, <laughs> you know, for a kid, it's it's thrilling. Yeah, yeah that's you know? a good point. But it's like, wow, okay, but I got to pay some taxes. Okay, what else is there? <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Mm. Well, um, you say something interesting there too about accessibility and the perspective of a child versus an adult. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. trying to find an activity where you have enough overlap of their interests and your middle ground. Yes, yeah. Um, our Vengram, our Vengram dissects our <laughs> yes, Venn diagram yes. intersects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's interesting. I mean, just to relate that 
concept to gaming. Um, there are some games that um, I'm really interested in, retro games like the original Mario Brothers game, um, that the controls mm -hmm. are quite difficult for a small child. The mm -hmm. agility required mm -hmm. for the jumping and such, um, you know, with the mm -hmm. control pad. And um, but a modern iteration like Super Mario Run on a tablet, where you just hit touch the screen and the character jumps and they're automatically running, uh, is much more uh -huh. accessible. So. Uh -huh. Yeah, there we go. So my, yes. my youngest daughter um, far prefers that. But then, Sean, you were saying, like, for Samurai Showdown, like, if you're a more traditional gamer, you like the controls, the tablet mm -hmm. interface is not as nice. So uh -huh. Uh -huh. for those players, they prefer maybe a yeah. controller or a game console. So it's, it's just not designed for it, you know? Right. It was mm -hmm. for an arcade game. And, and you'll see, I think you'll see game players, like really professionals or really, you know, enthusiasts, they'll have their own, like, uh -huh. setup that sure. they'll connect to the computer and stuff like that you know for professional gamers and stuff like that but uh this is an ipad man just give me a break you know <laughs> i just wanted to see an old arcade game that i liked and it is cool to see i don't know how much i'll play it because it's so frustrating that i can't do as well as i used to be able to do mm -hmm. you know yeah mm -hmm. for sure you know? but uh yeah um and before we would transition to a quiz or anything, I also just wanted to give a shout out to one more oh. game since we've talked about um, so far some some big games on the tablet, like for example, um, what was it, um, Pokemon Go or Mo Super Mario Run, uh -huh. um, Angry Birds. Uh -huh. There was a moment in pop culture where Angry Birds oh. was was pretty large, you know, because oh, it yeah, has such really. a simple interface, and yes. that was a game that my kids liked to play, and my wife would play some for a time, and you know, it kind of spawned yeah. a movie and a whole other series of merchandise. But um, yeah, but um, that was just another uh, one of those interesting pop culture games that emerged, you know, more recently. But um, well, I mean, I do have I do have some app games that I still play occasionally, like uh, bowling and uh, darts and stuff like that. Those, are, as long as they, I I like those games that won't take too long. So you can, you know, I've mm -hmm. got two minutes on this train ride, you know, to kill time. So I'll I'll play a game of darts, you know, and like, uh -huh, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. and I'll get tired of the game when I get too good at the game, you know. Um, uh, sure. The yeah, bowling yeah, game that's, was that's the, the interface yeah. was really interesting, where where you um you you their finger would flick the bowl down the lane and you'd move your your uh iPad mm. to you know move the ball just like actually physically oh, move the whole iPad mm. you know it was a great design um but I, like everybody was so good you know and like <laughs> that game is like if i like missed one spare or i got like one spare i'm like oh i'm screwed you know like wow. you know i'm not going to win this game because like <laughs> Like, damn, you guys, you're just too good. This is, you know, oh, I only got, I got two spares in the game and the rest were strikes and I lost. Oh, you know, I would have been so happy with that in real life, you know? I know. Oh, my gosh. But uh, we don't have to go to quiz quite yet. I mean, oh, sure. Uh, uh, I mean, what, Barney, what did you play when you were young? What did you, what were the games that you liked the most? Yeah. Um, we had we had just a regular NES for a long time, and mm -hmm. um, my oldest brother and I we played a lot, and it was usually sports games like uh, mm -hmm. like bases loaded and double dribble, and uh, tech mobile. And, double dribble isn't that a uh, isn't that a isn't that a foul or? Is that, <laughs> I, I know you're not supposed to in a game <laughs> yeah, if like, you double dribble, then the other team gets the ball. <laughs> yeah, but and the um, other uh, the other hockey game I played called a two minute penalty, and you know we're saying you know. <laughs> No. <laughs> high sticking yeah mm -hmm. that might that yes. could be a game that could be a mm -hmm. um, sure. 
yeah, we played uh, Blades of Steel. Um, but I I really appreciated that because my my friends weren't actually as good as I was at, at video games. Not that I was very mm-hmm. good. Maybe maybe I just had kind of an, a knack for it. But my brother mm-hmm. is very good, and we would uh... really get into these games and oh boy boy sometimes you know too hot and heavy there huh oh yeah i mean we we would never fight or anything like that but i just would get really nervous because we both really wanted to win and um yeah Yeah, and it was funny with me because i um my parents got me the atari and we had a little bit of phase where they were that but i think it quickly phased out in our family and i never had a video game system again until I was in college in oh. Japan. Um, and the host family that hosted me for my one-year exchange, um, they had a game system. And, and I liked playing with it, but I also liked watching them play, too. Because, oh, yeah. like, there were some really cool Japanese games, like, um, uh, was it Biohazard, right? Uh, Parasite uh, uh, Eve Resident, is what it's called. Resident, e- Resident, Resident Evil. Resident Evil, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching them play that and the story, like you said, the story, you know, it was just like, yeah, you know, you're walking at all, like, oh, don't go close to that window, oh, you know, yeah. you know, next know, time you go I by know, that window, the zombies go. It was fun watching him, <laughs> watching my uh, host brother react, and you know, and it was a lot less stressful for me uh, uh, just watching it instead of playing it. And they had another game called Typing of the Dead. Have you ever heard of this? Game? I love that. I was, I wanted to talk about that one. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's a, it's a game where you actually. You, you know, like there's zombies coming towards mm-hmm. you and these mm-hmm. words pop up on the screen, you know, like, you know, yeah. you know, and you have to type the yeah. word out to yeah. be able to shoot yeah. the zombie. Yeah. You just type <laughs> the word out in time to shoot the zombie. Yeah. It's an educational game, but it's really well designed. <laughs> and it was very funny because like you, even the game would be rude to you, too, you know. Um, because like you'd be typing, typing slowly, and it says "Stau Mira," like don't look down. <laughs> don't you know, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. when when you're looking at the, you know, you're looking at the keyboard, you know, it, and really harsh Japanese too. Yeah. Yes, yes, and yeah. and it was yeah. great because um, when I came to Japan, I was reintroduced to the world of games, and I I fell in love with the Nintendo sixty four, and I, when oh, I, came, yeah. I I think I bought one, and I bought the same game, the same baseball game that I played with my host brothers. And brought it back to the United States and played it, played it to death, you know. Um, like the players that I had were still in the game were like had gone to America, come back to Japan, and retired. And I'm still playing with them, you know. But um, uh, Ichiro was still on the Oryx Blue Wave, by the way. Um, that's how long ago it was um, before he went to Seattle. Uh, and it was fun watching those games and playing those games. And there were some really weird ones in Japan, like Seaman. Do you remember Seaman? Yes, yes. Seaman was this oh, fish yeah. with a f- human face. Yeah, and you yeah. could interact with him in the in the tank. Yes, you know. Yes, yes. There yes. were some really weird games, and <laughs> uh, like, uh, but it was so f- cool, weird, you know. And yeah. was it Katamari Dam- da- Katamari Damashi? Right? Oh, I love that one. Oh, that's that from game Japan awesome. too. Yep. So original. Mm. I never really played oh, yeah. it, but I just love the design aspect of him rolling. Just who would have thought just rolling along and having everything stick to you? Yeah, and being what able a to crazy pick up more idea. and more things. I know that's and it. That's one, it. And there's one level where you're picking up girls, right? <laughs> girls are sticking to you. 
<laughs> yeah, where you're rolling wow. the ball and it picks up girls. It's like a game it's player's just, dream there. I hate mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that so game. It, was, it was fun going to Japan. Um, and there was game arcades, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I got into the crane games a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, they're called UFO catchers in Japan. Mm-hmm. I had so mm-hmm. many stuffed animals. Um, <laughs> and like I said, the game, the game arcade near my host family's house, they had this like keychains that you could also use like a claw to get the keychain i was so good at it i could get it about 50 i could get it about 50 percent of the time That's awesome. and i got all the stuff i wanted and i still liked doing it so i would do it and like give a couple to my friends you know i'm like oh here have some here you know i got this they must have lost a lot of money on that machine for me oh, that's awesome but oh, uh, it was fun just going to Japan and reintroducing myself to video games because I just mm-hmm. never had them, you know, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe they weren't allowed. I don't know. But it just wasn't a big mm-hmm. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, back on the farm, you know, where I lived. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. In the suburb of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob, you want to say something? Oh, no. I was just thinking it's interesting in your story that... Uh, um, that, that it shows that the game wasn't rigged, that you could, if you were good enough and developed the mm-hmm. skill, you could a- achieve the prize, <laughs> you know? They didn't rig it enough. Um, <laughs> or it was rigged yeah, to I an know, extent. Um, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. then also the other part of your story is your family culture versus this broader culture of gaming in Japan. Uh, the interaction of the mm-hmm. two is interesting mm-hmm. to me too. Um, and how mm-hmm. you, you it, some of it, you imbued some of it, even if you're not um, oh, sure, like sure. a hardcore I mean, gamer. I mean, and they did have an NBA Jams game. Oh. The host family did, mm-hmm. and I played it late at night and made made the Clippers win the uh, championship, which uh, back, oh, way back, back when then. was yeah right yeah. yeah that's a big deal. But it was so funny. I would play with my brother, my host brother, and I just like you know line up for three. It's good. And he's like ah, you know you get so frustrated because I kept on hitting all these threes. You know, sorry, sorry. You know he's on fire. Yes, yes, he's on fire. <laughs> Yes, but you know it's it's funny because I mean I didn't think I had a lot to talk about at the video games, but you know what we haven't touched on are these video games that I just I've never played. I'm sure they're good. Mm. The mm-hmm. uh, um, like Call of Duty, Halo, oh, um, uh, yeah. those really complex worlds, you know, of scripted mm. games and stuff like that. When I was looking through sound bites today, there was a lot of famous sound bites from those games, and. I see. Uh, I've never played those because they take so much time and mm-hmm. and it's just I don't have the commitment. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the I'm, um, I'm the same as you. Yeah, yeah. By yeah, and large, the, I did see. The I thing kn- I know a, it'd be fun, but yeah, you know, yeah. I'm avoiding it on purpose. Go ahead, I Ryan. saw that they made us. I saw that they made a Star Wars version. Mm. And of what? I always thought that of of like that kind of genre, the open world. Uh, well, there's game. tons of. There's there's some great mm-hmm. Star Wars games I've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really good complex stories too. Re- mm-hmm. re- recently, and I've seen just the yeah. video YouTube Jedi Fallen Order of them and stuff. Yeah, Squadron. Some great things about them. Knights yeah, of the I mean, Republic. Like is what is classic. it? Was like, I think I remember oh, I like, like uh, I think I remember watching some one YouTube video of like a guy who's playing as a stormtrooper at night in Endor and like the Ewoks attacking oh, him and how wow. scary it is. Because oh, it's man. dark, you know, you're running oh, around wow. the little you walk yeah. in the dark. Yeah. Really great stuff. I just, I purposely stay away from them because I don't get enough done 
as it is right now. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. I I don't like. Yeah, I don't really like those, especially like Call of Duty. I I mean, I don't like them for one because it's it's so violent, but also because people get so intense yeah. with those games. Yeah. They really mm-hmm. take them seriously, and and it's not fun to play. I I really um when we were thinking about this episode, I thought about talking about a- aspects of games that, that we like or don't like player versus player. I really don't like that about games. I really, really don't like that. Um, so, you know, like I like to play Diablo and I liked to play Diablo and I like to play it online like Diablo do, but I always avoided, um, you know, uh, games that were open that, um, pvp right player versus player kills mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. were available that's not why i'm playing the game you know i understand that people think that's fun and whatnot and want to test mm-hmm. their character and who they are against other people but i just really really don't like that mm. about games hmm. it's interesting, interesting um that uh, there was a version of street fighter 2 that was released a few years back where it mm-hmm. it uh, um adapted the formula to what they called a buddy battle where you and another mm-hmm. a friend of yours could both battle mm-hmm. against the CPU, the computer. So oh, you would pick cool. your character, they'd pick their character, and it was the two of you versus the computer. So it took it a, mm-hmm. away from that one versus mm-hmm. one that framework. Like, to you're yeah. like going in the mm-hmm. same direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. so shall we get to the quiz? Yes. Let's try. So, so are you are you, are you quizzing? Are you quizzing Barney and I? Yes. I guess. And it's a multiple yeah. choice okay. quiz. And um, after each response i have a little bit of a story to share um for each oh, cool. uh, mm-hmm. pos- uh, answer okay. so, so um have you so selected are the Barney sounds and I competing against each other no or? you're a team unless if you team. want to make okay, it okay <laughs> so in light of barney's last <laughs> comment are player you sure one you, ju- you, you just said you don't like player thing I'm like player two has entered the game you know <laughs> I used to play that soccer, like I said, I played that soccer game, and usually I was played alone. And then, like, occasionally, like, player two is there. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to get my butt kicked. <laughs> why and I, I signed you know. up for this. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, I have, uh, let's see here, for um, you, you, you suggest this for the uh, correct answer. This is one possibility. Yeah, the, that's possible. Or the level can, completing yes. sound from the original <laughs> Mario is. Brothers. Uh-huh. It is. Or we wow, the cartridge. Uh-huh. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Um, or we I still could use this. my cartridges. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's Ooh. a short. That's a short one. That's a nice one. Um, yeah. do, do you blow on your cartridge too? By the way, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yeah, yeah. it's actually supposed to be bad for it. It yes, is. Actually, it is. Yeah. yeah. The moisture and things like that. The, one, you know, surprisingly, um, one of the best things to use for a cleaning agent is um, the glass clove stove cop, uh, stovetop cleaner. As you put put it on there and let it dry, and then you get it off, and it like restores the pins beautifully. Whoa. Yeah, or or rubbing alcohol. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the Q-tip. Uh, uh, for the wrong answer, uh, we can do this. <laughs> that was uh, uh, Jacob's suggestion earlier. From Duck Hunt. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. Or that. or we could do this. Which is the Pac-Man death? Yes, Pac-Man. I like I like your reaction. Do oh, you want to go with that one instead? I like your both your reaction. You're with the oh, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we'll go with I guess the coin. And mm-hmm. uh, I hope it's not too loud for the listeners. Sorry about that mm-hmm. if it's a little bit loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Pac-Man death. The wrong one. <laughs> um, I like the 
the coin fund because it's short too. We don't want to play mm-hmm. like a 10 second clip every time mm-hmm. we get one, mm-hmm. right? Because we're going to get so many right. Assuming, I'm sure. assuming yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are ready for your challenge. All right. Okay. Question one. Let me see here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, question one What is the highest selling game console to date? Is it A, the PlayStation 2, B, the Nintendo DS, C, the Xbox 360, or D, the Sega Genesis? I believe it was the GameCube, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I is a real it. system. Um, yeah. Did you know Apple made a game console at one time? No I did way. not know that. They did, they did. It was obviously as successful as the Windows phone that we were talking about before <laughs> in an episode. Um, <laughs> Barney said, "Like you know, like the Microsoft phone." I'm like, like and I, I'm like, I broke character. Like, Windows made a phone. I know. I'm like, what? Yes. And I sent Barney oh, a picture awesome. recently. At oh, the time, man. like Microsoft employees had like a funeral for the iPhone, mm. and they had the mm-hmm. their like this big iPhone this that they were like carrying to the, the hearse. hearse. I'm like thinking, oh, mm-hmm. oh, this didn't age well. Okay, so the um, sorry, if you go through the choices one more time. Sure. So it was the, A, uh, the PlayStation mm-hmm. 2, uh-huh. B, the mm-hmm. Nintendo DS, C, the Xbox mm-hmm. 360, or D, the Sega Genesis. Ah, oh, this is, you know, it's just a crapshoot. Yeah. Let me, let me give you a hint, can I? Would you like a hint? Sure, the, sure. This sure. console has been mentioned already during the podcast so far. Okay, yeah, then yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what I thought it was, actually, then. Yeah, A. That was my guess. A, the you think A? PlayStation, PlayStation 2? I think A. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. I was going to say that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Barney, you're going to give me time to yeah. agree with you, okay? <laughs> so okay. No, I said, I said, question mark, A. Okay. Oh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I know, but yeah. but mm-hmm. Jacob, Jacob was, you're, you're jumping the gun, man. I will, give I us will, a second to, I will withhold my affirmation next time to give more time give to us, deliberation. Give us some rope final to hang answer, ourselves. Final answer, final answer, yeah. So the you, Sony- Don't you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember that episode where, where we were quizzing Katrina? Yes. <laughs> And, oh. and, 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 and how many stars were in the flag? And she said 50. And like, what about Puerto Rico? Oh, that was brutal. And she went to 50, 51, 52. That was brutal. <laughs> yes, I remember. It was an auction. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry if you're so weak-minded Sometimes. that you don't know how many stars there are. For sure, yeah. yeah. What I love about okay, Katrina, please, though, is like waters off a, mm-hmm. a water off a duck's back. You know, it didn't face her. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> her positivity yeah, is just yes. exuding. Um, yeah, really. so, She's a very good sport. Yes. But anyway, yeah, Sony's PlayStation 2 is the best-selling uh, game system of all time with 155 million units worldwide. Mm-hmm. The, second, mm-hmm. the second closest mm-hmm. contender is the Nintendo DS with roughly 5 million fewer units sold. So the mm-hmm. PS2 hand, oh, handily yeah. outsells every other console in existence. Mm-hmm. Suck it. I was so sad because I, I bought this PS2, PlayStation 2 in Japan, and I brought it back to me in the United States when I moved back. And then one time I was showing the kids some DVD or something that I could only play on the system mm-hmm. in a classroom, and um, like the cord caught, and then the machine fell over and broke. I'm like, oh, no, I can't play those games that I could only play on this, you know, because they're the Japanese games and it wouldn't work yeah, on the U.S. version. US so. one. Oh. Okay, so we're 1-0. and oh, All right. Okay, that's all awesome. Right. Uh, question two. Um, who was the video game character Mario named after? Was it A, Mario Lemieux, who was the favorite hockey player of Shigeru Miyamoto, Mario's <laughs> creator? 
B, uh-huh. Mario Sigali, the owner of the warehouse location of Nintendo's first American headquarters. C, Mario Caputo, the developer of the first home video game console, the Magnavox Odyssey, that was released in 1972. Or D, Mario Luigiano, the creator of the first cast iron bathtub in 1883, made from an iron horse trough. <laughs> My gosh. These are so detailed. This is so I had a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I, I was saying Mario like? Andretti myself, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, do you? I think know so? it's I know it's Lot Lemieux. No, I, because I, at least come on, a, yeah. they don't even know uh, ice hockey. I was thinking B. What do you think? What was B? What was B? Mario yeah, Sagali, the owner of the warehouse location of Nintendo's first American headquarters. What was C? Uh, Mario Caputo, the developer of the first home video game console, the Magnavox Odyssey, that was released in 1972. I'll go with with B, I guess, here. Okay. So, is that a yes or a no? Do you give me a thumbs up or thumbs down? Yes. All right. It is, in fact, Mario Sigali. Um, During development of the arcade game Donkey Kong in 1981, Mm -hmm. Sigali visited the warehouse to Mm -hmm. collect overdue rent from Nintendo of America President Minoru (laughs) Arakawa, and braided him in front of the employees. According to widely circulated story, Arakawa and the others developed subsequent, they subsequently renamed Donkey Kong's um, player character, who was known as Jumpman, <laughs> to Mario. So. Mm. <laughs> works, it works. Oh, wow, he berated them for being late on the month on the ramp. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know who he's talking to. He's got to show some respect. He's got All to right, dance two around and the oh. issue. Yeah. Uh, just by oh, dumb luck. Good. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Number three? Yes. Um, which movie studio brought a lawsuit against Nintendo over the trademark rights of King Kong, claiming that Donkey Kong was an infringement? Was it A, Fox, B, Disney, C, Universal Studios, or D, Warner Brothers? Oh, who made the original one? I, th- I think that... Um, I think the plane flies around the the globe, like at the which start. was Universal Studios. Universal, right? yeah. I think that's what it okay. is. Okay, okay. I guess we'll go with that. Universal Studios, is that right? Uh huh. Yeah, I bet we're right. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Uh, Nint- Nintendo. Um, believe it or not, um, after the lawsuit, um, Nintendo countersued and won damages because Universal what? knew that it did not have trademark rights to King Kong, who had gone into the public domain. Yet it proceeded, it proceeded to broadly assert such rights anyway. Nintendo thanked their attorney, John Kirby, with a $30,000 sailboat christened the Donkey Kong, along with exclusive road ride rights to use the name for sailboats. The character in Nintendo's Kirby Whoa. series of video games was named after John Kirby oh, in honor well. of his service in the Donkey oh, Kong case. It is rumored that a copy of the first game in the franchise, Kirby's Dreamland, was eventually sent to John Kirby, who was honored and flattered. Oh, wow. I think you know far too much about this to <laughs> be a that's, human being. Okay, that's so clever though to think. Um, uh, wait mm-hmm. a minute, guys! Not only are you wasting our time, but you're yeah. really, really wrong here. And it's yeah, interesting too. Um, Nintendo has become, you know, even after that experience, they become one of the most litigious uh, of the video game mm, developers. They, you know, really they defend their yeah, IP very fiercely. Really yeah. do. Hmm. Oh, um, man. They go after everybody. Yeah. Um, All right. We so, have three and oh. 
Yes. Or, um, or ahead, sorry. Uh, what product? Three, I believe three and zero. Okay. So Oops. hold on one second. Is it three and zero right now? You are three and zero. Is there a fourth question right. now? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not four. I, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, next question. Greedy Barney. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, what product did Nintendo produce in its early days as a company? Was it A toys, B children's oh, books, C Hanafuda cards, or D children's clothing? I'll just go with C. Yes, uh-huh. that's right. Nintendo was founded in 1889 as a mm-hmm. Nintendo uh, Karuta by craftsman Fusajiro Yamauchi and originally produced handmade Hanafuda playing cards. After that's venturing card into various card. lines of business during the 1960s and acquiring a legal status as a public company, Nintendo distributed its first mm-hmm. console, the Keller TV game, in 1977. It gained international recognition now, with the release of Donkey Kong in 1981 and the Nintendo Entertainment System and Super Mario Brothers in 1985. Okay, okay, Encyclopedia Brown. Hold on. Okay. Uh, now, um, there is a... Um, I, want, I want to recommend to you guys, if you like graphic novels and you like games, mm-hmm. you want to buy a book called oh, Tetris. Wow. And it is about... It's by a guy named Box Brown. It's called The Games People Play, Tetris. And it's about the uh, founding and the 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 uh, uh, the, oh, wow. uh, the game Tetris and and all the different things that was involved and it does talk oh, about wow. Nintendo's the beginning here and because oh, wow. there was a lot of uh, espionage and you know clothing mm. daggers because uh, the designer of Tetris was uh, in the Soviet Union so right. Tetris uh, really good wow. graphic novel a lot awesome of fun. okay awesome mm-hmm. thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Next question. Um, what wow, vi- Forno now. Wow. <laughs> uh, what video game company collaborated with Sony in the development of the PlayStation? Was it A. Capcom, B. Konami, C. Nintendo, or D. Namco? Jeez. Mm, Could it be D? Really? You think D? What is what is D again? I, uh, Capcom? D, D is Namco. Namco. Uh, uh, a is A is Capcom. B is well, Konami. What's the game system? What's the game um, system you're the, talking about? The, by the PlayStation. Um, PlayStation. Which video game company collaborated? I don't think it's Namco. Um, okay. So yeah, A is Capcom. B is Konami. C is Nintendo. And D is Namco. I'm gonna say Konami. What do you think about Konami? Sure, I'll go with that. Sure, why not? Did I get one right? Oh. <laughs> Now, guys, there get a load a of this. One. You ready for a surprise? Nintendo what? originally intended the PlayStation Whoa. to be an add-on to the SNES called the Super Disc. But after agreeing to work with ah. Sony, Nintendo became increasingly nervous about Sony's intentions, fearing that it wanted to use the project to enter the games business. The day after oh, Sony no. gave its announcement, Nintendo announced it was dropping Sony and was now working with its Dutch rival Philips instead. Sony was shocked at the public <laughs> oh, humiliation no. Nintendo had inflicted on it. Sony president Norio Oga was furious and created a new division in the company called Sony Computer Entertainment that would take Sony into the game console business. The result was oh, the wow. Sony PlayStation, a console that married the two wow. biggest developments of that era, CD storage and state-of-the-art 3D graphics. Oh, wow. Oof. Okay, so four and one, not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No perfect wow, run they, this time. They, they brought their little brother into the game there. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next question: 
What is the name of the 1989 movie following three children, the youngest of whom is emotionally withdrawn but gifted at playing video yeah. games, as they travel to California to compete in a video game tournament? Is it A, The Incredible Journey, B, Ready Player One, C, The Wizard, or D, Game Over? Yes. Uh, I will also add that this movie yes. starred Rick Moranis and Christian Slater. Yeah, I oh, I'm sorry, not really? Rick Moranis. Um, who was the actor who was in Wonder Years? Excuse me. Um, uh, not Rick Moranis. Fred Savage. Uh, Fred Savage, excuse me. Fred uh, yeah, Fred Savage. Savage. Yeah, Fred Savage. Jeez. Very, oh, different different people. Very different people. Very different. Rick Moranis. Fred might Savage have been and um, maybe, Christian Slater. Maybe he was, yeah. Because yeah, 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 I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. CTV? <laughs> I believe it's The Wizard. Am I it correct? Is. It is. It must be. Yes. Is it The Wizard? I've got my, po- I've got my power glove right here ready to give you That's a- right. The Wizard I debuted. I saw it, but I knew of it. Yes. <laughs> it debuted yeah. at number five um, when it was released, earning uh, $2,142,525 oh. in the domestic box office. At the end of its run, the film had grossed $14,278,900. David Sheff in the book Game Over called it less a piece of art than a 100-minute advertisement for Nintendo that millions of families uh-huh. paid to see, especially for uh-huh. Super Mario Bros. 3. Not Despite the negative though. reviews, the film was still popular enough to develop a cult following with movie-themed retro gaming tournaments hosted ac- across the country. The literal, <sighs> the literal translation of some of the film's foreign language titles include Joystick Heroes in Germany, Sweet Road in Japan, the Wizard of Video Games in Italy and Brazil, Video Kid in France, The Champion of Video Games in Spain, Game Boy in Sweden, Game Over in Finland, and The Genius Child in oh. Canadian French. <laughs> in Quebec, uh, it was The Genius they, Child. They have to be so, <laughs> yeah. so such contrarian. There's, yeah. Yeah, they just uh-huh. won't play along, uh-huh. as I know. All, All right, right, so we're five and one. Yes, yeah. and, and um, mm-hmm. I, if it's okay with you, Sean, I know you already mentioned this next question earlier, so I'm still going to do the question, but I'll tack on an eleventh one at the end because I actually prepared with an extra question. So, um, uh, cool. so, cool, so cool, this cool, one is cool, kind cool. of just a bonus because you already answered it. Um, which Atari video sure, game, okay. based on a popular movie, is often attributed to hastening the video game crash of 1983? Um, <laughs> oh, you know the answer. The <laughs> You said it. What, what, what were the other choices? Um, Ghostbusters. Was, uh, I, I believe it was Mac and me. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I was going to ask um, Ghostbusters, Raiders of the Lost uh-huh. Ark, E.T., or uh-huh. Tron. And of uh-huh. course. This is extremely famous because it was E.T. Yes. And we talked yes. about this earlier. And, uh, um, and I mean, there was even a documentary because uh, it, it basically went this went sent this one company into bankruptcy and mm. so much so that they took stockpiles of the game and buried it in a desert. One yes. Oh, yeah, I have right. something about that. Yeah. And um, they actually, yeah. and they actually <laughs> in, found yeah, it. In 1983, yeah, I don't want to step on your... There was a mass burial of unsold video game cartridges, consoles, <laughs> mm-hmm. and computers in the New, in the New Mexico landfill site undertaken mm-hmm. by Atari mm-hmm. Incorporated. The goods buried oh. included unsold copies of E.T., the extraterrestrial, one of the biggest video game commercial failures and often cited as one of the worst mm. video games ever released. Um, the 1982 oh, yeah. Atari 2600 I port of Pac-Man, it. which was commercially successful but critically maligned, oh. and various other games. In 2014, oh. Fuel Industries, Microsoft, and others worked with the New Mexico government to excavate the site as part of a documentary, Atari Game oh. Over, on April 26, 2014, oh. the excavation revealed discarded games and hardware. 
Only a small fraction, about mm. 1,300 cartridges, were recovered, with a portion given for curation、mm. and the rest auctioned to raise money for a museum to、mm. commemorate the burial. <laughs> well, I have actually played the ET game. Oh, I remember going to Universal Studios at the time when ET was really popular. There、oh, you、no. are. And、um, they had like this、um, event where you could like take a picture on the bicycle with the moon in the background. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have a picture of my brother on that bike. And, and then、uh, there's a picture of him like playing the game. And, you know, and,、yeah, I was just like, oh, I, I don't get this game. But, you know. <laughs>、um, know. And it was funny because the, the, the,、um, the thing about the landfill, it was kind of an urban, what they thought was an urban myth, but、mm-hmm. it was actually、mm-hmm. true. Yeah. 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 So, ET. That,、mm-hmm. that movie title is a bit snarky. I'm not sure if I like that movie title. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's pretty accurate. You know,、uh, I watched some of the document. I think I might have watched some of the documentary in that, for, but yeah, it's interesting.、Mm. All right. So I don't、right. know if we count that or not, but we'll no. We well, still, I mean, we're five. Did you want to cancel out、okay. your missed question from earlier? <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's no. too generous. It doesn't work okay, that way. Okay, okay. All right.、Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so okay. then if we、right. don't count that last question, now we're on number seven. We're still five and one. Yeah.、Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Question seven、uh, Which fighting. Game sparked controversy and led to a 1993 United States Senate hearing on violent video games and eventually two different home releases a version、oh. without blood by Nintendo and a version with blood by Sega. Is it A? It was Miss Pac Man, wasn't it? Was it A?、Uh, Street、mm-hmm. Fighter, B? Samurai Showdown, C? Mortal Kombat, or D? Fatal Fury? Yeah. I have two words for you. Finish him. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say A B B A C A B B. Yes. <laughs> It's Immortal Kombat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you guys yeah. got it. Oh, yeah. wow. So,、um, yeah. On,、uh, on December 7th, 1993, and March 5th, 1994, members of the combined United States Senate Committee on, Gen- on Governmental Affairs and the Judiciary held congressional hearings with several spokespersons for companies in the video game industry, including Nintendo and、wow. Sega. The hearings, led by Senator、It's、Joe big- Lieberman and Herb Cole, put the video game companies to task for the realistic depictions of violence in video games and threatened that Congress would take action to regulate the industry if they did not take steps themselves. As a result,、mm. the American video game industry formed the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, or、mm. ESRB, to provide、mm. content ratings on video games sold at retail in North America.、Uh, so that,、mm. that was the result of that. But then, based on its success in the arcade,、mm. Mortal Kombat was ported to home consoles. Both Sega and Nintendo sought the game for their consoles, but took very different approaches. Sega, seeking、mm. to capture、mm. as much of the market as possible, kept much of the visual gore from the arcade game in place and released the game、mm. with an MA13 advisory. On the other hand, Nintendo wanted to keep the games on their system appropriate for families and children and required acclaim to change the red blood to gray sweat and edit the fatalities and change other parts of the game's artwork. Sega's version of huh, Mortal just, Kombat outsold Nintendo's by a factor of five. Just make it, just make it glitter. You know, the blood glitter. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The Nintendo version. The guy's head gets. Yeah, the guy's head gets cut off like balloons pop out or something. <laughs>、oh, the, the crazy thing was, Nintendo's <laughs> version actually had better graphics and sound. It was a superior port、oh, from、wow. that standpoint. But、um, yeah, um, the fans, the, some in the arcade community were not 
thrilled with the other changes. But, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good job, guys. Um, all right. Lieberman. Okay. Um, question eight. Uh, okay. Which classic video game character appears in the 2012 Disney animated film Wreck-It Ralph as homeless in Game Central Station, the travel hub for all arcade game characters, because his game had been unplugged? Is it A, Pac-Man, B, Sonic the Hedgehog, C, Cubert, or D, Frogger? You're little, 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 little. <laughs> yeah. I believe that is uh, English uh, Qbert for Qbert. That's a good job. Yes, Qbert only speaks in Qbertese, a collection of electronic sounds accompanied by speech bubbles displaying a string of symbols, though he does seem to understand English. Mm -hmm. The only arcade game character he knows well are Ralph, who generously shares with him a cherry he smuggled out of Pac-Man, and Felix, who can actually communicate in Qbert's native language. Cubert oh, um, so is the oh, yeah. first to be made aware of Ralph's um, game jumping when Ralph accidentally trips over him en route to Hero's Duty, and he immediately journeys mm-hmm. to fix it, Felix Jr. to alert oh, Felix that's right, that's right. and the Nice Landers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a um, that was a fun movie. That was a fun good. movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I have like both the movies were good. Yeah, but yeah, um, I liked him. Cubert, yeah. I love the uh, I love the uh, therapy session with all the villains oh, yeah. from the different games. Oh, in the first you know. one. Yeah. yeah. You're not going turbo, are you, Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh. All right, awesome. so we're seven and one. Man, I have oh, a feeling man, we're going to make nice. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Go. Um, really. All right, um, number nine. Um, Mm-hmm. Which game does Wade Watts need to beat at the end of the 2018 film Ready Player One, which is a popularization of the novel of the same name, mm-hmm. um, in order to overcome the final challenge and save the world? Is it A, Centipede, B, Asteroids, C, Adventure, or D, Missile Command? I thought it was Tetris myself, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, I got... Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to get the long piece. There's the long piece. Oh, it's in the wrong place. We're doomed. Did you see Ready Player One, Barney? Yep. I mean, I like the graphics, the story, you know, but but I'm not sure what the answer is. I think it's C. I think it's Adventure. Adventure. Really? Okay, okay. I'll go with that. Um, yeah, mm, Adventure wow, uh, was created by Robert Warren uh, in 1979, mm-hmm. and uh, Warren decided to hide his name inside the game itself. Oh, yeah, that's right. This was right. the very first yeah, video right. game Easter egg. Yeah, that's right. And um, uh-huh, Warren uh-huh. yeah, hid his name in the gaming's code without telling a soul at Atari, and Atari manufactured and shipped out the game to Adventure all over the world without knowing about the secret room. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love that. Yeah. When I design when I designed my first website, I had like a uh, like a copyright at the bottom, and the comma was a link to a secret page. Too, oh, I kind of like cool. like ooh, this is mm-hmm. cool. But I had like nothing mm-hmm. on that page but like rotating animated gifs and stuff like that. So oh, like yeah. I don't know what to do with my secret page, but yeah, <laughs> but it's there. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Okay. Yeah, and One final question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Question ten. Um, and this is um. A broad question here. Uh, what is the best-selling video game of all time? Is it A, Mario Kart 8, B, Minecraft, C, Tetris, 
or D, Super Mario Brothers? Oh boy. Do I go <laughs> do I go with this? Oh man. What do you think, Barney? Yeah, I wonder if it's Tetris. Because I think it has such a broad appeal. Yeah, appeal. Yeah. I mean and... I had I never played Tetris on a video game system, but I had it on a keychain. You could buy a little <laughs> Tetris keychain. <laughs> And you could play it. And it was oh. so addictive. There was such a basic game here. Um, mm. You know, either we finish at 90% or 80%. I think we're still pretty good. I think we're okay, um, yeah. I'm going to go with Tetris. What do you think, Barney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right. Oh. <laughs> it's wrong. I got the wrong sound there for a second, too. Is it Mar- Super Mario? Is it Super Mario? It is not. No. It is Minecraft, oh, okay. which sold uh, 238 oh, wow. million units. Um, the second highest selling video game was Tetris at 100 million units. Oh. Uh, and then the third is uh, Super well, Mario Brothers really at 58 million. Gap. And the fourth is Mario Kart 8 at 51.8 million. Yeah. Wow. Mario Kart 8 oh. is so high. Wow. Yeah. Um, Avatar is not even in the top five. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations to you both. You have a lot of video game knowledge there. I'm impressed. Well done. (laughs) I am shocked. I'm shocked. Thankfully, your questions were not so deep in the woods, deep in the weeds, that I wouldn't have been able to know it. I tried to pick a lot of pop cultural things that there are a lot of intersections mm-hmm. that you might be a chance, you know, our broader audience would be familiar Some with. Some mainstream, you know, you're yeah. not mm-hmm. talking to us about Metal Gear 3, you know, the crossing <laughs> exactly. or something. But, uh, but you know, and, and again, if you guys, um, if anybody has any uh, time here, um, you know, to, uh, if you're interested in gaming and how things, you know, come about and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. play... Uh, this this game, this book by uh, I'm trying to look for the part where he talks about Nintendo here, but um, uh, so Tetris uh, yeah, by Box right, Brown. Cool. Uh, he also this guy also did a good one. I think he uh, was it him. He also did a, um, a, um, the uh, a biography of Andre the Giant, which Whoa. was very good as well too. Also so, a graphic. Also a graphic, graphic novel. novel. Yes, yes, yes. That's cool. So some interesting topics, oh, wow. some interesting stuff here. Uh, um, J- Jacob, did you have one of, something you wanted to yes, show us? Yes, I wanted to um, to show one that relates to something you said earlier about box art. Um, there's this, yes, yes, there's yes. this really interesting book called uh, The Art of Atari, and it, they really show how uh, Atari yes. was ahead of its time in presenting video games. With Is that Missile Command there? Yeah, that's Missile Command. It's top? full of um, yeah. large um, depictions of the box art and explanations mm-hmm. from the wow. artists of when they played the game, what the key concepts mm-hmm. were that they latched onto when they were making the art, and how art mm-hmm. made such an important impact in, in the popularity oh, of the games. And so yeah. so oftentimes it was the box art that sold the games. And so I just yeah, wanted to right. yeah. Yeah. Yes, throw because the graphics back then were just so basic. Right. Uh, that's a good coffee book table, the art of Atari. And I love the Atari logo itself was also just timeless. Yeah, for sure. and, you, know, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Great t-shirt. Um, you know, you had mentioned just one other connector here. You had mentioned the video game crash of uh, 1983 being linked to poor quality games. Um, Nintendo, when they mm-hmm. first started, a lot of their games, they used a black label. And they actually used the pixel art 
on the label from within their games mm -hmm. because they wanted customers to have an accurate view of what the game was that they oh. would be purchasing because so many customers had been upset by amazing box art and then a very simplistic or underwhelming oh, game. Yeah. So Nintendo actually started yeah, putting those actual pixel art captures on the oh, on that's the, interesting. Uh, and and a few art. years ago, we used to have like like these games that would have these amazing animated sequences. Oh, and yeah, then the actual game would and, begin, and then you're just yeah. like walking, walking, walking. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, like, well, this just doesn't right. look like uh, Final Fantasy, whatever you know, or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, but, that's uh, a good point. That's a really good. All point. right. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. We're this is going to be a pretty long episode to edit. <laughs> yeah, but, it's but really uh, fun. yeah, uh, we had a lot to talk about. If you're hanging on until the end here, thank you. And uh, in Japanese, you'd say "otsukare sama deshita," you know, uh, which is basically <laughs> "thank you for your hard work." You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for hanging in there. Uh, Barney, anything you want to add? Yeah, why don't you guys um, hit us up on Instagram? Uh, what are some yes. of the, the games that you guys like? Uh, maybe the games that you used to play or um, some aspects of games that you maybe like or don't like. That'd be. You um, can hit us and, up uh, on Instagram. It's uh, English yeah. all over the place, one word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So pretty yeah. easy to find. Uh, and you'll see some very weird illustrations with Barney and I. I love them. His face, you know, yeah. superimposed oh, yeah. on superboard so quarterbacks and whatever, you know. <laughs> I know. But. Uh, I have reused that one picture of Barney so many times in so many it's ways. So it's I know. so economical. <laughs> the uh, Thanksgiving one is so fun. Oh, you like that? Oh, man. <laughs> I feel pretty. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I, I'm happy to have Jacob on because he's one of the few mm -hmm. uh, uh, listeners that has actually given us feedback. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. You know, take a hint, other listeners. And, and so like, oh, I love this and stuff like that. Oh, great. Somebody's listening mm -hmm. to the show, you mm -hmm. know. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, um, I heard you liked the Valentine's Day episode, this yes. recent one. Yes, that was really fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, for I sure. I think it was, yes. I, I didn't yeah. know that yeah. about the... Is it called Giri Chocolates? Is that how you say it? Giri? Or yeah. Giri. Giri. Yeah. Giri. G -I -R -I. Giri. Giri Chocolates. Yeah, that was really so, fascinating. Yeah. Obligation, yes. Yes. But... Uh, and I didn't know that there was uh, White Day's cookies, but you know I've seen a lot of chocolates on sale as well too, Barney. So I don't think yeah, it's quite as universal as chocolate is with it, Valentine's Day. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I think they're finally realizing, boy, chocolates are a lot tastier than cookies. Yeah, I mean, cookie. This probably the cookie industry was trying to get away with something there, and it yeah. didn't really catch on. You know? And they're like, look at all this survey feedback. It turns out that women would much prefer to have chocolate over cookies. That's strange. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean they don't like Chips Ahoy? Oh, but, <laughs> There's chocolate in there. That should make them happy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's been a great episode. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, we covered everything. And, you know, mm. video games is such, actually such a deep topic. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was in the uh, master's program at my university, uh, another uh, student was actually writing a, uh, a master's about role-playing games. You know, oh, and part cool. of her research was mm -hmm. playing these role-playing games. And she's mm -hmm. like, wow, that, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a good good gig if you can get yeah. it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so there's a lot in that and how we play and, and how we interact mm -hmm. with people and things. So mm -hmm. it's an interesting topic. It's uh, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. and, and, okay. Well, thank anyway, you. Thank so, you both for having uh, me. Yes, Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a pleasure. It was could, a pleasure. And it was great us. to mm -hmm. have a quiz that Barney or I did not make. 
was quite a we did such a good job too (laughs) yeah because i was thinking should i make a quiz or should i make barney make quiz i thought about that jacob barney made like all right okay sure i don't have to do the research all right you know (laughs) you got a little carried away with the fake answers but okay you know i love no (laughs) was it a was a bathtub or something or Uh, yeah did you catch his last name mario luigiano mario luigi i'm like that's not gonna be it yes I, well, yes, maybe and he had a rival the... named Waugiano or something, you know. <laughs> mm. Cousin. All right, guys. As always, this is a, a, a production of uh, Midnight Barber Media, and uh, uh, you keep your quarters ready and for the next game, and and hopefully we'll see you um, uh, soon with a new episode. And uh, thank you for listening, uh, Barney. As always, you can say goodbye. Or... It's all about the context. It's all about the context. See you later, guys. Bye.